So we have an exciting update from our sponsor, Plant Life Nutrition. They are now offering online shopping, so you can get shipping within Canada or free local delivery on orders over $75. You can also shop and pay for your order online and choose the pickup option. They're located in East Vancouver in the Hastings Sunrise area and they are the only fully vegan nutrition and supplement store. You can find them on Instagram at Plant Life Nutrition and their website is plantlifenutrition.ca. Welcome to Vegan Boss Radio, where we will be talking about all things related to business, health, and lifestyle. We connect with passionate vegans from around the world so they can share their stories, challenges, and what it's like to navigate being vegan in a non-vegan world. Hey, Shauna. Hi, Megan. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Everyone, we're back again. I can't believe we're recording again. Yep. A week later. Two weeks in a row, baby. Yes. Episode 24. We're back at this. Um, we did want to quickly recap last week. If you listened, um, we did talk about like the perfect vegan versus like imperfect vegan. But we do know, I noticed like in some other like vegan YouTube videos I've watched recently, there is someone talking about like how they think being imperfect vegan means eating some animal products sometimes. Yeah. That's not. That's not, that's what, not we're what we're talking, talking about. about yeah. Like imperfect vegan means, you know. Um, maybe there's like an animal product that you didn't consider like there was a byproduct of something in something that you bought not that you're Mm -hmm. eating but like in like or maybe like what's an example um I think I said it last week like wine yeah maybe you're at a restaurant and you didn't like check on um like check if the wine was vegan first yeah Um, And one thing about that, like, I could be wrong, but I did take a wine science class and it seemed to be like a very traditional um, process where they would filter through gelatin or Mm -hmm. bone char. I can't remember exactly. Um, I think both they use um, during the filtration process. So hopefully, I mean, now there's other options. More wineries are probably Mm -hmm. switching over to that because it's probably cheaper too. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we mean. We don't mean like don't be a perfect vegan in terms of everything you eat and drink because that's what veganism is yeah. like if you're not vegan like if you're doing those things then that's what I feel like the term plant-based is for um and it comes down to when you know you have a choice yes. but if a mistake happens or if like you mentioned like if you didn't know that there mm-hmm. was an animal product used or maybe when you first went vegan you didn't you weren't aware about the honey yes. issue yeah. or anything like that so there's a lot to take in mm-hmm. and so it's just like not expecting people to yes. be perfect and know everything right away but that's very different yeah. than what the youtuber was saying yes like, yeah and just be plant-based if you want to yeah. go on again off again yes. vegan then it's better to just go plant-based yeah but i think what we are trying to address with like being a perfect vegan is like okay are you like sourcing your avocados from the farms that don't use mm-hmm. the, the migratory bee farming that's a little bit tricky like 
and isn't always going to be practical. And so if that is like something that would not allow someone to be to go vegan or like to want to go vegan, then that's where we need to talk about this stereotype. Yeah. Because vegan doesn't mean like cruelty free. That's what we I think we're trying to get across. There's a big difference and it's about lowering that impact that you're having. But also when someone finds out you're vegan, bringing it back to the whataboutism again Mm -hmm. is also like they could bring up well, do you recycle? Do you do the compost? Yes. Do you do this, this, Do you this? fly but, places? Yeah, are you like, eco-friendly? Yeah. So there's a lot of different expectations of mm-hmm. being perfect and not causing any harm and being eco-friendly. Yes. And so, yeah, our point is that being vegan isn't the finish line. It's like just one of the many steps that you can take. Yeah, yeah. There's so much more to always learn when it comes to like ethical shopping and eco-friendly shopping and fair trade and all of that. For sure. And like as we learn more about these things, then we can make better choices. And one place to start, if you're not sure, is the Food Empowerment Project. They have like an amazing website. They have a cruelty-free chocolate, vegan chocolate app. So you can check like where the chocolate is coming from, if it involved child labor or not, um, because that is a huge issue with chocolate. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we just wanted to kind of recap all of that Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, because there's we always like listen to it back. It's like, oh, I wish I would have said that or expanded on that. So, yeah, we just wanted to add on. And then for this episode, I think we're going to talk a lot about um, collagen, bone broth, um, what is being taught in nutrition schools um, right now and kind of how it all ties together and adds to confusion in like the world of nutrition and health. Mm -hmm. So we just posted to our Vegan Boss Instagram about collagen. Um, It is something that I have written about in the past, so I have a whole blog article about it. Um, But with this recent post, I just wanted to like summarize the main things about collagen and have them like in easy to understand posts Mm -hmm. so people can really like you know understand what it is one because a lot of people don't even know what it is (laughs) and how it works in the body because it's being marketed as something that you know is this magical youth elixir that Mm -hmm. you know will give you like the softest smoothest skin so it's just kind of like ridiculous um, because when you look at what it actually is which is just a protein um, number one like most people even vegans of course are getting um, more than enough protein unless you've cut out like whole food groups as a vegan like beans Mm -hmm. like don't do that (laughs) Um, so I just love your caption wait is it in your (laughs) caption Oh, yeah. Can we stop pretending that we need to eat someone else's skin for our skin to be healthy? Yeah, right? Yeah, it's gross. It is gross. gross. I mean, that's what it is. And I think if people saw, like, the starting product, the raw product, like the fish skin or cowhide Mm -hmm. or, like, you know, the hoofs or, like, Mm -hmm. any other part of, like, basically it's all, like, byproducts of, like, the animal agriculture industry anyways how similar is collagen to gelatin it's the same thing it's the same yes they just for some reason call it a different um name when it's been heated so that's a confusing part too (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so i mean i think we're all familiar with gelatin because it's in a lot of candies yeah and so collagen is what we call like the raw 
protein, unprocessed protein. Um, gelatin is when it's been like partially um, cooked. So the proteins start like breaking up a little bit. And then usually what you'll see on a lot of the collagen supplements, it's called like um, collagen peptides or hydrolyzed collagen. And that's mm-hmm. like heated even more and broken down even more into like shorter pieces of protein. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, with the post, I think the main thing I wanted to get across was like, you know, don't waste your money. Usually like the collagen um, supplements are more than regular protein supplements anyways even though it is just like a protein Mm -hmm. and it's not even like a well-rounded complete protein because it's missing an essential amino acid called tryptophan um so yeah it doesn't even compare to pro other protein uh powders on the market and for your body to like rebuild those amino acids from the collagen protein into the collagen that the body uses it can't do that with insufficient vitamin C. It can't do that without um, trace minerals like zinc and copper and um, silica. And it can't do that without other antioxidants. And that's what people are really low in these days. People are not like low on amino acids or protein um, generally. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know it's useful to use like a plant-based protein powder if you're like having smoothies or oatmeals for breakfast and you want to like bump up the protein, that's fine, like do that. But generally speaking, like we are getting enough of the building blocks, so the amino acids Mm -hmm. of collagen, but not enough of the builders. And like scurvy, which is like the disease associated with Uh, like a vitamin C deficiency Mm -hmm. if you think about all the symptoms it's from actually not having enough vitamin C to build enough collagen in the body so scurvy is actually like a collagen deficiency disease that's interesting yeah (laughs) like the bleeding gums because like the tissues are all weak and so vitamin C like if you want to support collagen production get your vitamin C up foods first obviously but there are Um, some supplements available that have these builders like the trace minerals and vitamin c and stuff so you don't need to take this like like you don't gotta eat the skins yeah you don't have to (laughs) eat the animal skins please just stop (laughs) one of the comments actually was like in our post was like yeah it's just like clever marketing to help get rid of like the byproducts um that people won't eat But if you dry it and turn it into a powder and sell it as a beauty supplement, then they will eat. Or if you hide it in candy, then you can sell it to kids. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what's going on there. Um, So don't buy collagen. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's what we wanted to say. Yeah. And that kind of, like, ties us into bone broth, too, um, because a lot of, like, the recommendations for bone broth is because it is... A source of collagen um so I do get that it was like a traditional food and that's because like back in the day when people would kill an animal for food they wanted to use like all, all of, it, of it right yeah which is good yeah that's really good but I don't think it should be pushed as much as it mm-hmm. is now like we shouldn't be creating a demand for something that leads to like more animals having yeah. to be killed um it's not necessary no and it's like 
there's lots of lead contamination in bone broth and that doesn't get mentioned even organic Mm -hmm. so when I teach like the understanding vegan nutrition course we go into like the studies showing the amounts of lead in the organic chicken broths because people think organic oh it's safe it's Mm -hmm. gonna have no contaminants no sorry um it has very low mineral content and a lot of people think it's going to be like a great source of calcium and magnesium and other minerals and mm-hmm. it's not. So there's um, uh, research there to show that. Um, and this isn't just like coming from me I'm, and because some people say like, oh, you're vegan, you're biased. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like. I have a quote here from uh, Dr. William H. Percy. He's an associate professor and biomedical scientist at the University of South Dakota. He has spent more than three decades studying the ways the human gut breaks down and absorbs the foods we eat. And this quote is from an article in Time magazine called Science Can't Explain Why Everyone is Drinking Bone Broth. Mm. It's really good. Okay. Um, so he's, We should post this yeah, as well to Vegan Boss. Yeah, totally. Um, So he says the idea that because bone broth or stock contains collagen is somehow, uh, it somehow translates to collagen in the human body is nonsensical. Collagen is actually a pretty poor source of amino acids, he says. I think that's because it's missing like one of Mm -hmm. the essential amino acids. Um, And then just as the dietary fat you swallow doesn't directly translate to body fat, swallowing collagen doesn't become collagen in or between your bones. So... Yeah, and that's because collagen as a protein is broken down into mm-hmm. amino acids and then absorbed. Yeah. So he, I don't think, is vegan. Mm-hmm. So he, even he is saying this, like, yeah. it's just the science doesn't back up the it's claims. It's just the latest, like, well, I mean, not even latest. Yeah. I feel like it's been, like, a trend for quite a long time Maybe, now. like, really a big for five years yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. But I still... Um, come across like I'll have conversations with people who are plant-based or vegan and they're like oh like do you think I should start taking collagen Mm -hmm. and so there's just so much uh confusion and just like this feeling like oh am I missing out on something really special because like I'm not having collagen Mm -hmm. all right interesting (laughs) why are you so smart (laughs) uh so like why are they trans i think we talked about that already i think it's just really relentless and insincere marketing yeah and then the nutrition schools are teaching it Mm -hmm. they're teaching like that you know bone broth should be given to everyone um and they're, they're even telling, like, nutrition students to recommend bone broth to people who are vegan and vegetarian. It's like, why would you make that recommendation? Yeah. Like... <sighs> Doesn't make sense. Yeah. So some of the other things I feel like, well, that I know are being taught in nutrition schools, 25% of cholesterol needs to come from the diet. And again, they'll say these things and not provide any like uh references Mm -hmm. or research to back it up um our body makes all the cholesterol we need so this is just nonsensical (laughs) i'll use i like that word yeah i'll use that word it's a very polite way of saying bullshit (laughs) yes (laughs) for sure um they recommend bone broth for candida so unless the candida has been verified through a test, if someone, 
you know, has symptoms related to candida, but really it's just general dysbiosis, which just means like a gut bacteria imbalance, which, Mm -hmm. you know, has a lot of the same symptoms because basically candida is a yeast imbalance. Um, But if they have a certain type of dysbiosis that makes them like sensitive to histamine, bone broth is going to give them symptoms like hives or headaches um, because they can't like break down histamine very well Mm -hmm. and there is like histamine in bone broth so it's not kind of like it's kind of regarded as something that you can is like as a safe thing you can give everyone across the board when really like we need to learn about these contraindications when maybe it isn't like going to be safe for everyone um Oh, this one I thought was so interesting. So this woman went in for a case study. She's had digestive issues for 25 years. She's been vegan for like two years. First thing they say, cut out all grains and legumes because of the lectins. It's like, okay, so her digestive issues that happened before she was vegan is because of like the vegan food. Yeah. So that's kind of... um, that's like a red flag right there and actually uh, one of the um, resources they the teachers will give people about lectins um, it's from Harvard School of Public Health and yeah starts the very first sentence lectins are an anti-nutrient okay I I mean I don't love that term But the article then goes on to say that it's found in raw beans and legumes. Yeah, raw. Who (laughs) eats raw? (laughs) Who's eating them raw? Who's eating raw beans? Like, even in the raw food world, I know people will, like, sprout them for a few days and then eat them. I don't generally recommend that. I think it's still kind of, like, too hard to break everything down. Yeah, just cook your beans. And they're not, they don't taste good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, cook your beans. Cook your beans. And it gets rid of the lectins. It gets rid of the lectins, which there isn't even clear um, research backing that they are that harmful. But if you're worried about it and just to be on the safe side, just like, you know, cook beans um, and grains. So you go, the article goes on, just kind of like it even talks about how to reduce lectins in food. But then the very last paragraph says, in many large population studies, lectin-containing foods like legumes, whole grains, and nuts are associated with lower rates of cardiovascular disease, weight loss, and type 2 diabetes. These foods are rich sources of B vitamins, protein, fiber, and minerals, and healthy fats. Thus, the health benefits of consuming these foods far outweigh the potential harm of lectins in these foods. So... This article is given to someone to say stop eating lectins, but then mm-hmm. the article doesn't even say <laughs> stop yeah. eating lectins. They're reaching. Yes. They're reaching. So it's it's really frustrating to me though. I'm sure you can tell I'm like <laughs> I'm like really passionate about mm-hmm. this because who do people go to for help with their nutrition? Nutritionists. Yes. What are nutritionists being taught in school? Definitely not the whole story yeah. and definitely not up to date information. Um, so confused nutrition instructors are creating confused nutrition students yes. that become nutritionists and then are confusing the public yeah. <laughs> even more. Um, 
So what is another one? Oh, soy is goitrogenic. So, so okay. again, this is something that is cooked out of the food, like deactivated by cooking. And it's only an issue because it is in like broccoli and like some like cruciferous veggies. So mm-hmm. some things that people do eat raw and not cooked. Yeah. Um, but it's only an issue if someone's deficient in iodine. Okay. So just like make sure you get enough iodine. And this is vegans and non-vegans. Like yeah. I see it a lot in like the whole food people if they switch over like to mm-hmm. um, Himalayan rock salt or sea salt that don't have added iodine. Yeah. And they're not eating seaweeds. You could potentially like not be meeting your iodine yeah. intake. So just something to be aware of. But the goitrogenic activity of soy and cruciferous veggies is not um, an issue. Um, so the nutrition schools are saying they need animal products if hormones are low and for brain function. Um, yeah, where are the studies that you're like referencing (laughs) with this? Like, yes, we need fats to make um, our hormones. Mm hmm. But the fats don't have to come from animal products. Yes. And, like, we need cholesterol to make hormones. Our body makes cholesterol, you know, when we have enough, like, fats to build it from. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, you don't need animal products if your hormones are low. That is nonsensical. It's nonsensical. We're in the day. Can we call this episode nonsensical? Yes. Nonsensical diet trends (laughs) or like nutrition trends. And um, there's this really great uh, team of researchers. They specialize in um, like brain health. Their Instagram is Team Sherzai. Let me just uh, bring it up. We need the spelling on that. Yeah, we need the spelling. But they have um, talked a lot about like saturated fat intake and brain health because i think where this like idea was coming from is like you know the brain is has a lot of fat in it um so they're plant-based they're amazing i'm obsessed with them they do a lot of podcasts and videos on their instagram so definitely follow them so how do you spell it it's at team team so t-e-a-m and then shirzai s-h-e-r-z-a-i m-d So they're both uh, neurologists, scientists, researchers. They know their shit. Um, Really, really amazing resource for anyone interested in brain Mm -hmm. health. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And if you enjoy the episode, uh, make sure that you subscribe so that you know when we have a new episode that comes out. And we would love it if you gave us a five-star rating and review. And follow us on Instagram. And tell your friends. Tell your family. (laughs) 